I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Has to win the game! He's got it! The Tigers have won by a point! A kick out to the siren! They've gone bananas at the chain! Richmond have won by a point! Lloyd has kicked the goal after the siren! Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening to us. This is Inside Fantasy Sport Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Kennedy, the Super Coach Hawk, sitting here with my good friend, the big horse, Mickey Dell. How are you, mate? Robbie, well, thanks. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the big horse is back. Have been watching a little bit of footy. Looking forward to getting into some of the stats, winners and losers from the weekend. Uh, one of the biggest losers, I reckon, is Geelong and Dangerfield. Gone. Yeah, what are they saying? I'm hearing mm. about three or four weeks, isn't it? Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? Collapsed, hearing collapsed lung and broken rib, which potentially could mean more with the way that Geelong depend on Dangerfield for their clearances and how bad they play without him, that could potentially be season ending for them. Yeah, I think it puts him in a really bad place. He was one that I was looking at with his price. I was waiting for him to come back and play a game. Hopefully nobody pulled the trigger too early um, because he was definitely one of those ones that I I think was going to come into people's uh, plans. But I think he had a break even of 153, which would have held people off from that one game um, and then go from there. But you're spot on. He's been the man that had to be the guy that gets the ball out of the clearances and, and sets them up a little bit and just makes Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins look that little bit better um, yep. so they can win that sort of 6-6-6 format. But, mate, Port Adelaide keep on keeping on. The likes of Zach Butters and Connor Rosie and just stepping up into their into their world. And Dan Houston, and and uh, we can't not mention your mate, Mr. Toot Toot, Ollie Wines, and a, uh, a four-quarter effort from him. Yeah, he looked good. Port Adelaide kind of look the real deal, don't they? Like they've got that that inside grunt, they've got the outside ball winners, 
they've got people who can run and use the ball and they've got their big forwards that are kicking goals. So, you know, moving forward, they've just got to be able to win at the G. That's the biggest question mark on Port Adelaide at the moment. Yeah, I think you've got a few teams now that are sort of starting a battle. It's, it's You get battles within battles. It's you know, Obviously, people are trying to make the top eight and then everyone's trying to, trying to make the top four. And then you've got a couple of others now who are trying to make the top two. We know Brisbane have their deficiencies at the G as well, losing to Hawthorne. Mm. Port Adelaide are going to want to get in that top two spot. Um, then you've obviously got the big guns in in, Mel- in Melbourne and uh, and Collingwood sitting up there who definitely yes. want that MCG favouritism as well. But um, mm-hmm. it's interesting, isn't it? You talk about Port Adelaide looking the real deal. And I think if you looked at their list, you'd go, look, they've got a great list. But it's amazing when you get a couple of those mid-range players that just sort of start to step up. All of a sudden, it makes everything look great. Like Finn Layson's starting to have probably one of the best seasons he's ever had. Um, Todd Marshall's starting to step up in that forward line. Even like a Sam Pell Pepper just looks like a really high-pressure forward who's actually starting to put some scores on the board at the same time. Not only just being that tackling forward, but he's actually kicking a couple of goals. Um, the likes of Lysette just doing his job. Burn Jones has been a little bit of a revelation moving from the back line mm-hmm. to a pressure forward role as well. So, mate, you're spot on. Just takes a couple of blokes to step up and, uh, yep. and maybe go up one echelon and all of a sudden the whole team just looks so much better. I like their mid-season pickup in Quinton Narkle as well. He looked pretty lively up forward for him too. Bit of run, yeah. bit of drive, a couple of goals against his old team. Would have been nice to shove it right up him after they uh, delisted him and he's on a better team now, isn't he? He brought a little bit of sparkle and I think there's a lot of passion yeah. there. I think you've seen a lot of the players. I think Dan Rioli was one and Sam Pepper, the, the WA boys who were looking to get him on their side. Uh, he's ended up on Port's list and um, look, maybe he can make a bit of an influence as they move forward. So... Yeah, that was the round that kicked us off. We'll we'll get into the games and we'll and we'll go from there. How how'd your team fare this week, mate? Leading into what could be the tough round for most teams. Yeah, it'll be a tough round for me this round. I think I've only got fourteen at the moment, but nineteen hundred and something. Like it wasn't great. Had yep. a couple of stinkers. Uh, Ford and Sheasel didn't score that well. Uh, Himmelberg, I thought would play better or score better than what he did, but. You know, they end up winning by 70 points and Fremantle didn't really get that much drive, but we'll get into their game shortly. But again, Wines looks like he's the big winner of the rotation with Drew moving to a half-forward flank and Ollie Wines taking up his customary inside mid-roll. He's still under 500k. Like, I, I picked him up early and he's been high 90s, low 100s for about four or five weeks now. But now that he's got his role back as the inside mid, Expect that to go 120s. He's exactly $499,900. He's got a break even of 61. Um, just having a little bit of a look through here. Yeah, you're right. In his last, since round nine, he's gone 93, 110, 95, 95, 92. And he finally put it all together with a nice 134. He's obviously got the buy this week, Port Adelaide. Um, and then has Essendon, Gold Coast, Carlton. So look... He could um he could continue this streak and go uh and go quite large for sure. So it's a sure. great pickup by you, and he's giving you what he wanted. So look, we'll start going through some players. We'll start going through some moves that people might do. Uh, mm-hmm. My boys got a 1932 this week. Um, again, not great, but I've been setting myself up for the next round. I've already got 18. If everyone's oh, named, I've already got 18. I've got nine trades. I've got 217k in the bank as well. So I'll talk through what I did. Um, to get myself in that situation. It took a bit of a ballsy type move. Um, 
which created a little bit of chatter on the Twitter sphere. Uh, so make sure you sort of get out and have a little bit of chat with us. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you click subscribe. We've got some great content coming your way. The boys have dropped the the NBA pod has dropped as well. We dropped our draft special with that coming up. We've got a few little side hustle bets going on on how well uh, Mr. Matty Garrett and Jakey Skidmore did with their predictions of what that'll look like. The NRL boys are absolutely blowing up. I think they've been getting mm-hmm. some massive viewership and what that's going on. So if you haven't sure. subscribed, jump on, go and listen to everybody. We'll still be bringing you some BBL later in the season as well. So Insight Fantasy Sport boys will be bringing you all the information and all the insights you need for all your fantasy sport needs. Mate, before we go into the games, are you a golf fan at all or a cricket man? What do, what do you got? You a bit of cricket, golf? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't mind both. Um, I'm not very good at golf. <laughs> uh, I think the last time I did play golf was at a local golf course here in Bendigo and I was on a par three and, yeah, hit it and fell short of the green and decided to throw my club and it got stuck up a tree. <laughs> and then uh, I decided to get one of my clubs out of my bag and try and get that club down, and that club got stuck as well. So I was two clubs down, uh, ended up quitting for the round, straight to the bar, a couple of stubbies, haven't played golf since. So it's been about two years. Sounds like a great day, if you ask me. Just quiet. Yeah, it wasn't but, too uh, bad, yeah. Mate, I was I was torn for choice this weekend. So we had the US Open goal for anyone who's listening. We had Rory McIlroy, unluckily missing out by one shot, but a massive effort from him. I've got the cricket over here. So people are going to see if they're watching us on YouTube, I'm going to have a little bit of tan. Paddy Cummings coming in at the moment, bowling at Joe Root. He's just got himself off the mark. So hopefully the Aussies can uh, tear up the first test in the ashes. But we are here to talk about football. We've already touched on Port Adelaide and Geelong. We'll just go over some of the big scores there. Dan Houston with a massive 146. We talked about Ollie Wines with a 134. Rosie with a 111. Uh, some people sort of went him for a VC on the Thursday option. Should have waited until Skiddy's and my request on Friday where we could have given you three options of who you should have gone for. Uh, Sam Pell Pepper with a 107. Finlayson with a 101. And a lot of people threw it on Butters as well. But he had a, he had a good game with a 99, but not a number you're going to take for your VC. And the only person who could crack the ton for Geelong was Zach Gumphrey with a 101. Uh, probably the people of relevance there. Tom Stewart with a 91. Mitch Duncan, not so great, with an 82. Um, one for people to sort of start to have a look at. Well, Jeremy Cameron first with a uh, 53. I'm just trying to have a look at it. Tommy Hawkins with a 62. So not a great day for Geelong. One for people to have a look at. So Blickbass was named the sole ruck for Geelong. His numbers are starting to creep up a little bit. He's at 5'10", 100. He's a midfield ruck. But his last sort of few games, he's gone... Since round, since I mean round five, really, he had a 124 against West Coast, a 99, 100, a 113, an 87, a 75. But then he went a 114, a 106, and an 84. He just sort of creeps up with you with a few numbers. If you're sort of looking somebody a little bit left field, they haven't been naming um, Stanley. They haven't been naming Segler. Um, so just somebody to maybe have a look at moving forward if people want a little bit of left field action. Just, uh, yeah, while we're talking about the golf, I'll give a quick shout-out to Lucas Herbert. Unlucky yeah. to be cut uh, at the US Open, but will be joining us on the Insight Fantasy Sports podcast in a couple of weeks. So we look forward to speaking to him and um, just getting a bit of insight into the world of golf and how it's played on a world stage. So looking forward to that. I love that. That's breaking news. Am I in on that one? Am I chatting to him? Yeah. Love that. You will be. Love that. 
I love it. I love chatting golf. I wish I could play it a little bit better. Only playing off about 12 at the moment. I wish it was a bit better than that. But single yeah, figures one day. If I get, get myself a little bit more time, we'll see how we go. Um, Brisbane v Sydney. Uh, so this was the game out of the Gabba. Uh, Brisbane with a 97 to 81 win over the Swans. If you're listening to myself and Mr. Skidmore, we gave you three names. Josh Dunkley was the lock that we thought was a no-brainer. That was the safest pick. And then we went a little bit left field, and they're not that left field, but we picked another player each. And uh, Josh Dunkley got a 137. Uh, Jakey Skidmore said Luke Parker, who got a 145. And I said, look out for Lockie Neal to blow up, and he got a 144. So we do get it right sometimes, which is nice. So hopefully people followed along. Lockie Neal with a 144. Oscar McInerney with a 141. Dunkley with a 137. Zach Bailey's been an interesting one. He's been pushing up into the midfield a lot more uh, the last few weeks. I kind of only really realized that when I put him on for any time goal scorer and I didn't see him anywhere near inside 50. But um, he looks really lively in that midfield. Jared Berry with a 108. Devin Robinson's the interesting talking point with a, a 95 coming back into the side. Um, and from a Sydney standpoint, Lukey Parker, as I mentioned, with a 145. Errol Goulden with a 111. Blakey with a 109. The Lizard. Jakey Lloyd finally back in defence where he belongs with a 103. And uh, Angus Sheldrick was one to mention as well. He looked all right. I, I don't know if you watch much of this game, but yeah. he, had a, uh, he had a 91 and looked very slick in their midfield. I know Callum Mills still needs to come back into this side. He's obviously played the sub role in round seven and round 10, getting an 11 and a nine. The last two rounds, he had a 61 against St Kilda, and then he's pulled up a 91 against Brisbane at the Gabba. He's still at 190,000 and has a break even of minus 43 going into this week. One to look out for. I mean, it might be one of those high price ones. You're sort of only starting to bring in those 102s, especially if they're not going to go on your field. But um, just maybe one for the future. He looked good. Yeah, I'd be <clears throat> I'd be careful with the likes of Bailey Robertson if you're looking to bring them in, especially given that McCluggy just still got to come back in given that he missed with a concussion. Uh, apart from that, there there is a role for one of the two in there. Uh, a name that you didn't miss was young Fletcher. Mm. Uh, is it Jasper Fletcher? Played his first game. Yeah. He looked really lively at the wing. He looked good. He did. He did. He's, what, 157K, scored a 63. Not too bad. At this time of year, if you really need the cash, Jen, you could look at him next week. But, Yeah. If you're, if you're limited on trades, you're not going to bring him in. The only problem I have with him is is he's specifically in McCluggage's role. So he went and played that wing, but he looked good. I really like the look of him. Did you did you watch the game, Mark? Yeah, I did. Did you, see, yeah. did you see where he went down hmm. and they cut to his mum? It, it looked like he had done his knee. The, yeah. the way he sort of grabbed it and the way he sort of in the innocuous movement, and his mum's bloody heart was nearly in her mouth. And um, he's just got up and he's just cramped. And then he's nearly kicked a goal about 30 seconds later. And it was great. It was great footage to show how much parents, like the, the, what they feel watching their kids out on a field and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, he looks, he looks like he's going to be a player. They've got, they've got two massive father-sons there in Ashcroft yeah, and Fletcher for sure. Great pickups for them. And for anyone looking for a cheap rookie back, I mean, he's not ultra cheap now, but uh, Lewis Melican. I believe he's about 220K, uh, scored a 68, serviceable. Uh, if you need someone to score for you this week in your back line, you could do worse. You could do better, but you could do worse. So, yeah, it might be nice to bring him in as well. 
Yeah, he was one we definitely talked about. He was sitting in that sort of 170 mark and that was the time to get on him. But look, yeah, again, if you need someone to serve some points for you and he looks all right. He actually looks all right when he gets the footy. So he's not yeah, too does. bad. Probably one of the biggest upsets of the round. Not so much that they won, but in the way in which they won. So GWS just absolutely pumped the Dockers by 70 points, albeit in Sydney. Dockers should be putting up a much better effort than that. So uh, I think they're going to be having a very good look at themselves of what's going on down in uh, in Coburn. Um, Josh Kelly, again, as, as someone who had him round one and then uh, obviously had his concussion, which he sort of had to make that quick move, you kind of hate seeing it, but you love seeing it that you probably would have got it right. So he'd have massive 164. Briggs with a 129. Tom Green with a 127, Cornelio with a 112, Lockie Ash with a 101, Riccardi with a 101. One thing people were looking at was the likes of Himmelberg, who did play in defense for the whole game with a 72. Um, from a Fremantle perspective, Luke Jackson being the sole ruck at the moment, while Darcy's out with a 118, Brayshaw with a 107, Luke Ryan with a 106. Fife looked very average with a 40. Seven. Hmm. Not too bad with Himmelberg. He did have 19 touches and 10 marks, quite a few of them intercept marks. The reason why he scored so low is because GWS just dominated the game and the ball wasn't down there. So I wouldn't be too worried about his low output. GWS aren't going to be beating teams like that every week. Geez, I'm glad I bought in Briggs when he was super cheap. He has What's his average? He'd be averaging about 120 since he's, he's been in. He's ridiculous at the moment. He, he has every ability to possibly finish as a top three ruckman. He's averaging mm-hmm. 116.4. Yeah. Yeah. Glad it, I brought him in. So I'd, yeah, I dropped Darcy for him about four weeks ago. So he's gone, since he's coming in, since he's, come in, he's gone 109, 102, 128, 114, and 129 against mm-hmm. serviceable teams. Um, one of them was against Ron Marshall in his first week. The other one against Richmond was a 128 against Dan Curvis. He's gone against Goldstein with a 114. He's gone against Luke Jackson with a 129. His tap uh, work his, is unbelievable. His tap work's unbelievable. His follow-up's unbelievable. Um, he just He's kind of like another Shane Mumford. He just barrels his way through a lot of things, and he does it extremely well to the point that I've made the call, mate. And it was mainly based on the fact that uh, Western Bulldogs have the buy next week and St Kilda don't. So I actually traded out to get Briggs's 129. I made the move and brought Darcy Cameron in to get his score. Even though Tim English scored a little bit more, it really allowed me to set up for what I'm going to do this week uh, and moving forward. So this is moving week. There's so many teams that are not going to put up 18 players this week. Briggs has freed me up a whole heap of cash. I've got Darcy Cameron now into my forward line who's going to play this week and can be cover. Uh, when they're not playing. And I feel comfortable with the Marshall-Briggs combination, the way that those two are playing. Um, and it allows me to bring in another elite primo, albeit a Bontempelli or a Clayton Oliver type into that midfield, and even uh, an elite back. So my team gets finished off by taking one sort of, what I feel is an educated, risky move. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nice, good work. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think at my point where I needed to be, we've talked about a lot how we started off a little bit shaky to start the year. I've set myself a goal to finish inside the top 5%. I think for me to make that move now and really jump up inside that top five, I think the top ones, they're there. They're, they had the good teams from the start. They've made good selections mm-hmm. now. I don't think you can crack into that. But to finish no. in that top 5%, I had to make some sort of move and take a bit of an educated risk. And, yeah, that's the one I have gone for. Good. Uh, Richmond v. St. Kilda. Um, St. Kilda came out of the ranks and uh, and kicked it out and got going and it looked like it was all going to happen. And then the special powers of Trent Cochin's 300th game for Captain Koch. Um, Richmond just stepped up with a massive 90-70 win over St. Kilda. Uh, Timmy Taranto just keeps on keeping on with a 128. The man himself in his 300th with a 127. Short with a 126. Dan Rioli with a 103. Uh, Miller with a 102. Uh, from a St. Kilda perspective, Brad Crouch with a 106. Sinclair, which most people started looking at, especially when uh, Sicily went down for three weeks, uh, with a 102. Uh, and Rowan Marshall putting up a 90. What did you see in this one, mate? Just Richmond were far superior. At MCG, they're a good team there. <clears throat> I did read a, um, a bit of uh, read and watch a bit of film at an article today that Ross Lyon released that Jack Sinclair is carrying a foot injury and troublesome Achilles and he's going to be managed for the rest of the year. So for anyone that's wondering why he's scoring so low, that is why. We said it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast not to bring him in because he didn't look right. It's now been confirmed that he is managing foot and Achilles issues. So for the rest of the year, I wouldn't be looking at him. Uh, in the wet, Owens, Machito Owens. Struggled a little bit, still had eight tackles, six hit out, 65 points with only seven touches. He's going to be a really good player in, in the uh, seasons to come. Really lively. Uh, Windhager, I sprouted about him earlier in the year. Had his first real crack in the midfield this week and scored an 85. He looked really nice and still relatively cheap as a mid-slash forward option as well. Uh, Marshall, 90, serviceable, but yeah. Got to be doing better if you're going to be in my two primo rucks at the end of the year, mate. No, I think you, I think you're spot on there. It's um, it's interesting. I think the coach at uh, Rich starting to put up a little bit of a case that he could be the one um to carry on. I think he's doing a good job. He's he's changing the you know carrying on the culture. Did did you see the footage of um them cutting out to Dimmer in the crowd? No, I didn't. All, no. Oh, there's some great footage. The uh, they cut to Dimmer. He's watching the game. And he's noticed that he's on. He's, he's given a bit of a jig. The crowd's just gone absolutely ballistic. They've cut back to him. And again, he's given the old these ones. He's just, good. he's had a hell of a time. It's good to see him smiling. It's good to see that he just looks like he's got a bit of weight lifted off his back. It just looks good that he's having a great time, which is which is what you want to see for somebody who um, clearly deserves to be uh, enjoying life. It's good to see. Well, I think, yeah, the difference is between those two is Dimmer was probably coaching for the future, bringing in young people. Mini's coaching for his coaching future and he's getting the wins. Looks good. And with Richmond and their run home, they could potentially play finals as well. 
Mate, they've still got a Tom Lynch to come back into that team, let's not forget. Yeah. They've, uh, I, I still rate that list. They've got a Tom Lynch. They've got um, Hopper to come back into that midfield as well. Like, it's, uh, uh-huh. it's not bad. Speaking of enjoying life just that little bit more, uh, the Blue Baggers, I don't know who's probably more happy, the, the fans or, or uh, Michael Voss. I'm not sure. It's, uh, it'd, be a, it'd be a toss-up there after their performance. It wasn't looking good against Gold Coast at the quarter time. Um, and then a nine-goal second quarter saw them just absolutely break out to a 10-goal win against the Gold Coast, 120-61. to I think who's been a bit of a revelation is Adam Chera with a uh, with a 127. He just is putting on the numbers every week at the moment. Nick Newman with a 121. Cripps finally got a little bit done, which is nice, and he's rewarded me for holding on to him with a 117. Matty Kennedy with a 113. Doherty with a 111. Walsh with a 108. Cottrell, who's one we keep talking about with a 100. Uh, De Koning with a 98. Kemp with a 97. At one point, Kemp, and I don't know if he played on him all game, but he was on Casbolt, which was was not a bad effort for a man of his size. And Saad with an 85 from, I must make mention that Pitnet with a, a terrible 20. So I know there's a few percentages that have him out there. Um, Ainsworth with a 116. Noah Anderson with a 106. Wits with a 102. Uh, Lacocious with a 93. Matty Rao with a 92. And I know a lot of people are still holding on to Humphrey. He hasn't looked too bad. He's still got a 74. Uh, and some have Rory Atkins, who had a 66. No, not, nothing really to talk about here. Carlton did have a good second quarter, blew it out. But for Carlton supporters, you're going to need a lot more than that to play finals. Not hating, just Gold Coast at the MCG. They're terrible there. It's, Gold Coast have got to start to find something bit more consistent, don't they? They just still look like a team that you're kind of like, ah, oh, look, it's great to see them being a bit better. They're getting a bit better. Things are going okay. But mm-hmm. to still go and lose by 10 goals to Carlton, you've got to be better than that if you're actually a team that's going to start looking to make finals. Um, that's kind of the bottom line for me. I, I hope they continue to to go well. Uh, I think it's better for the competition if, if Gold Coast do actually make it more competitive. Um, it was a nice little write-up, though. Matty Rao came out. I forgot about this. They had a gun high school team. They had Matty Rao, Noah Anderson, and, and Nick Dacos all at the same school. Um, Dacos, obviously, that little bit younger, but what a what an absolute rip snorter of a midfield that is. Um, North Can Melbourne I just bring up as well before. Yeah, I'll just bring up before you go. Out of all the teams that have had the buy, only one team has won after the buy as well. Ooh. So, yeah, everyone else has lost so far. You just held on to that little nugget till about the 25-minute mark, didn't you? Mm. So so one more time. So not one team who's had the bye has won the next week other than... That's right. Uh, St Kilda is the only team that's won. Wow. Who'd they beat? Do you have that? Do you have that in front of you? Uh, Who'd they I beat? I do. Stand by. They beat Sydney in okay. Sydney. Wow. So this, a, this past week, it pass. was... Yeah, Geelong and Gold Coast had the bye last and Port Adelaide yep. beat Geelong and, yeah, Carlton smashed Gold Coast. And then the week before that, uh, Brisbane had the bye and they lost to Hawthorne. Fremantle had the bye and they lost to Standby. They lost to Richmond. Sydney had the bye. They lost to St Kilda and St Kilda had the bye. So one of them had to win. St Kilda beat wow. Sydney. Wow. Okay. I like that. Normally, sometimes it's the other way around, as in 
you, the you're about to have some wine. Sometimes yeah. you sort of switch off a little bit. You know, you're about mm-hmm. to – some of them get to go on a little bit of a vacay and uh, your mind sort of drifts a little bit. But, uh, mate, Mickey Dell's big horse. He comes in with his fun facts. I love him. I love it. And uh, Western Bulldogs versus the Kangaroos wrapped up the round. And uh, didn't the Bulldogs just go a little bit ballistic against mm. the Roos? Uh, Mont uh, – Mont. The Mont, Marcus Bontempelli, what an absolute rip snorter of a last quarter. It took away my head-to-head game because the captaincy was sitting on him with a 169, Adam Trelaw with a 142, Timmy English with a 133, Cody Waitman kicked six, I'm pretty sure, with a 128, Tom Libertore with a 115, Caleb Daniel with a 103, Bailey Daniel, uh, Bailey Dale looking great off the back line with a 95, um, Todd Goldstein, he was very good in the ruck early, actually. He kept uh, English quiet. English had a pretty big sort of second half as well. Todd Goldstein with a 119. all <laughs> back in the back line without Mr. Spud. Aaron Hall with a 103. Uh, Larkey with 83. Uh, Bailey Scott. Bailey Scott's one I really like the look of, actually. 79. Uh, Simkin with a 79. There uh, wasn't too much else to speak of a few people have Wardlaw. he was a little bit well held that midfield's tough to go up against with a 46 and uh eddie mazda mr ford with a 30 so i think they're starting to become i think ford's probably one of the biggest movers almost traded out this week as north melbourne moving to the buy so two things i want to take out of this game uh first of all bailey smith scored 91 and his meters gained this week was minus twenty. Did see he that? Did not make any ground with any like his totality of his possessions. Yeah, which in some cases is uh, good. Wait, well, no, no. Total, total was negative. So he would have total gone forward negative, on some, but he's right. he's gone more backwards than he did forward. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm glad Brett Ratton has finally listened to the Insight Fantasy Sports <laughs> podcast. He's dropped that. Sp- Bud of a football player, namely Aaron Hall, and North Melbourne look better. She's God, looks a lot better, a lot more polish coming out of the back line. They were in this game for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Aaron Hall kicks, chases kicks, doesn't chase. They look better. Even though Zebel didn't get as much of it as previous weeks may indicate, they just looked a better team and a lot better structurally this week. So please, for the love of God, Ratten, keep it this way. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I even wrote in the boys' chat. I think in the uh, I think in the first quarter that the Roos should have been up by about three or four goals. Their forward pressure mm. was really good. Their tackle pressure was good. They were getting that ball forward. They just couldn't kick the goals. Um, and then in the second half, and especially the last quarter, it just got too much for them. The the bigger body midfielders were just too strong. Liberatore mm-hmm. doing his thing, and when Bontempelli goes into god mode, he's just wow. He's a, he's a hell of a player. Um, when you've got the likes of, you know, Jack McRae that don't even have to do that much, still sitting there, Bailey Williams didn't have to do too much. There's just, they were absolutely crushing it. The one interesting one was they had a few injuries and uh, Mr. Norton had to go into the back line and look good. Um, so Aaron Norton's who they sent down back. We've talked about it before. He's a he's an All-Australian back, I believe, in that, in that piece. He, he, he was a bit shaky with his kick. But um, I think there's enough injuries back there that they might have to look at possibly whether he is the guy to play in the back line for, for the next one or two weeks. So watch this space. Speaking of a bit of news, um, 
you know, before we wrap up the pod and we maybe start to have a little sneaky look at next week, um, Riccardi. Riccardi is one that's getting mentioned a lot at the moment. 22-year-old forward. I think he was back into the side this week. I'm pretty right in saying he kicked five goals. Hasn't been offered a deal by GWS just yet. And the rumours is that Hawthorne are circling for his services. They have the cap space, obviously. We know they have a very young side. Um, if you see a 22-year-old forward who comes in and kicks goals and hasn't got a, a, uh, a contract yet, you'd probably have a look, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I reckon I'm also, he's hearing, also hearing Geelong are interested as well. His old, his old, my, my, uh, his old man played a lot of games at uh, Geelong back in the 90s. Peter Riccardi. So be interesting to see. He's he's quite lively up forward for GWS, mm. but can yeah. go missing as well. But only 22 years of age. He's look at him next time you watch GWS play. Look how big he is. He's six four, he's six big. five. He's, he's a he's big, big, good type operator down there. Yeah, he's a big player. I mean, look, it's a tricky one. I mean, if you've got a connection with your old man to go to Geelong, it's a pretty tough place not to go to. The mm. problem is, I still like. I know Tom Hawkins is nearly done, but he's not done. He'll probably play next year unless unless you think Tom Hawkins isn't playing then you go mm. great because they've still just picked up Ollie Henry as well they've got That's right. you know you can't really be that third tall straight away unless he's just that excited to come and get a contract come back to Geelong if there are ties there and then you go cool up I'll, I'll hold my spot until um you know Hawk goes and I'm in which would be pretty nice to sit next to Jeremy Cameron or you go to Hawthorne and you be an absolute weapon and know you're going to play every week for the next 10 years. So, right. um, yeah, look, or GWS will open up the checkbook and he's, uh, he's good to stay. But from all accounts of GWS, I think they've got a few people they are still got to pay there and uh, it's going to be tough to hold on to them all. But, yeah, it's good to hear. Yeah. It's good to hear the news. Hmm. What's your thoughts, mate? Any any final sort of thoughts, mate? I know you're. Uh, we've got to get you to bed soon because you've been uh, pretty busy. But yeah, where, it's been where, a long time. head out? But I, I have had – there have been numerous people asking me about the Standard Squeeze and how great of a product it is. So I just want to give a shout-out to the Standard Squeeze. Fantastic product. Thanks for looking after us. We love the product. But if you put in – or if you go on their website and put Insight 15 uh, in the discount tab when you're checking out, you get 15% off your order. Those four-in-ones, they're bloody brilliant. I took mine to work every night, had the coffee in it, uh, Last night when I knocked off work, uh, cold stubby when I got home, same cup, beautiful thing. Do yourselves a favour, purchase one, you'll thank me for it. Yeah, support those that support us. Thank you to the Standard Squeeze. We appreciate it. And uh, it comes back to us if you've used that discount code, guys. So get in there and uh, and get on it. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter, Super Coach, Horse, uh, Super Coach Hawk and the Big Horse. Um, we love your chat. We love your banter. Going into round 15, I think it's a big time to start asking us, what are the moves that you need to do? I know there's a lot of people out there that have burnt a few trades. So um, hopefully everybody doesn't get too hurt this week with some low scores. I'm looking forward to hopefully jumping up the uh, the leaderboard a little bit. Um, the only last thing I was sort of going to end on was, uh, oh, I got some good news today. Gather Round got announced. Uh, the dates got announced. Yeah. So Gather Round in Adelaide again in April Fourth to the seventh, and we're back in the hotel, and we're back together around in 2024, and I can't wait. Wow, already booked. 
Fantastic. Old man, old man gave me a call. He's been calling him, and they uh, once it got announced, the guy at the hotel said it's been off the hook this year. I think things are going to be a lot more busier and a lot popular this year. Um, we got the last two rooms, and I'm uh, pretty excited to be rooming next to BT again. I might tell him to pull his head in and be a better commentator, but yeah, we move on. Uh, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll let you go and get to bed and get yourself regulated. Um, everybody, this has been a pleasure. Keep on keeping on. Look forward to hearing you more and more and more out on our Twitter sphere. This has been the Insight Fantasy Sport Podcast. Peace out. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 